Karate Kid Minute Cobra Kai edition. This is our podcast for our season five, episode six, Ouroboros. Ouroboros? My name is Robin. <laughs> Ouroboros. I'm Matt. And we also have our guest this week, Kim. Sensei Kim, welcome back to the show. Thank you. I bow to you. <laughs> oh, and I bow to you, as, as you do. I uh, bow to no one. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Matt just threw a shirt at both of us <laughs> for your collection. Uh, Ouroboros, is that how we pronounce it? Ouroboros, yeah. Ouroboros. I think, I guess. Uh, a circular symbol depicting a snake or less commonly a dragon swallowing its tail as an <clears throat> emblem of wholeness or infinity uh, is the definition. But uh, I've always heard it's a snake eating itself. So is this episode, do you think, an example of a snake eating itself or perhaps the cobra going around in a circle perpetually? <laughs> like taking, I think it's just like, this is Cobra Kai Infinity, not not Dunder Mifflin Infinity, uh, off his hands. <laughs> uh, but uh, Cobra Kai Infinity. Uh, I don't see, like, when I saw the, the title was called Ouroboros, I assumed that it was going to be some Crease versus Terry uh interaction at least mm -hmm. but um nah. um i don't know what it means you don't know what it means okay i can't i can't think in metaphors kim do you have any uh 10 cent words you want to drop into this discussion at all or no they'll come to me okay <laughs> mm -hmm. this is written by michael jonathan smith and directed by joel novoa these are the same guys that did the premiere of this season so uh, the Netflix synopsis, Terry recruits an expert in the way of the fist. Daniel walks away from a fight, and Johnny and Chosen pick one. In prison, Kreese confronts old demons. Mm. The first chapter I called Running Serpentine. Mm -hmm. uh, this is <laughs> starts with Terry rolling up on the tarmac in his limo with his private jet landing. Uh <laughs> Did I didn't actually look at the jet? Did they? Did it have a Cobra Kai uh, insignia on the jet at all? Did I, I, I didn't notice one. Yeah, because because uh, yeah, uh, uh, Kim Daun Daun. I'm sorry, I'm terrible. Uh, steps off uh, the plane with uh, numerous video game henchmen. I mean, one of them has a patch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and anime hair. Anime hair, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these are, uh, this is, uh, uh, Sensei Kim, uh, played by Alicia Hannah Kim. And the character is the granddaughter of Kim Sun Young. So I was thinking who better to guest on our podcast this week <laughs> than a Kim I know. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Kim, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Kim on the podcast, um, mm -hmm. Do you see any traits in Sensei Kim that perhaps you are also like? Do you do you see yourself in her at all, uh, or do you find any qualities of her uh, reminiscent like, of how your attitude is? Yeah, I, and I find this with most Kims. We're pretty badass, and we are very <laughs> skilled negotiators. Um, I also like to let some sexual tension linger in my interactions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found there was some tension, but a little flirtation between the two of them. Did you guys pick uh, up on that? Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah. yeah, they got a little close, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not in it for the money. You know, he, I don't know. Right. It's just 
something about then he got you know he stepped forward yeah. i don't know i i'm predicting a bit of a romance there oh i'm sure it'd just be like really romantic too right like <laughs> where you see them like laying in a park like giving each other flowers and uh. no yeah i think it'd be it'd be a little more hardcore than that um uh. but yeah she's um yeah she's tough she's badass i love her hair yeah I like that she could use it as a weapon in in combat if she wanted to. It's, it's got enough mass she could whip somebody in the face and disorient them. Whip. It's like its own character. Yeah. 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 I honestly I think like between her and Terry with their ponytails, like I always think like those uh updos, is that an updo? I have no idea. Uh they look more snake like when your hair is pulled back like that, because your head is so smooth, you know? Yeah. And then the 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 ponytail in the back is very uh, serpent like. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It does look like a snake. Anyway, I love the scene how it kind of starts off almost in like slow motion with the limo rolling. The the score is so very James Bond. I love Terry's outfit. I especially my attention was drawn to his cobra chain, which I thought was kind of cool. Like just a little tiny snake emblem, just to remind you. Like, yes, I am the cobra king <laughs> king cobra uh but yeah he's offering her legacy not 50 percent um she doesn't say can i get that in writing though so who knows if he's really going to give her legacy uh he doesn't want to put his students to the test to help her br- to help bring the way of the fist to the world like so cobra kai is going worldwide um we so like that was like a, a meme kind of like the the common joke in the last season, like that, it, his end goal is like world domination, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through the power of karate, mm-hmm. um, through the through the lessons of Cobra Kai. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I, in the end, I guess he loves making money, if anything. But he's also got this philosophy that he wants to spread. And I don't know. What is he? Is he? Is he looking for like uh, it to influence political leanings or whatever? You know, this is just the new. Uh, you know, secret fraternity that raises young children into like becoming world leaders or whatever. Uh, who knows what he's saying? I, I can't wait to hear more of it. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Tori visits granddad in jail. Uh, <laughs> she's kind of upset that their little uh, game got uh, Mr. LaRusso hurt, but Chris is like, that was one down. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's actually worried that uh, about kind of being used and he's like oh no no <laughs> i don't know i uh i'm thinking during this episode he's going to work out whether or not he's actually using her but uh, it's interesting how it's kind of mentioned here um but yeah it's uh it's uh, it's like uh he's got to uh he's got her undercover at cobra kai we didn't know that before uh except for the, like the whole newspaper clipping thing at the end we kind of figured it out but uh, he called it a, a sting operation right yeah, yeah. And he said, sting. I know how hard that is, right? Because from Nam. Do you think he got into some sting operations in Nam? <laughs> Maybe just the the war? I don't know. I don't know. Like So many metaphors. Who knows? Yeah. He's been into some shady biz, put it that way. But he's assuming Terry's going to slip eventually in front of Tori somehow. I don't know what, what the end game he was talking about is. But um, he says he's also working on getting out. But uh, we'll get back to that. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Topanga Karate. Uh, we've seen Topanga Karate students in the tournaments, uh, but we actually see their dojo. And Devin's here. 
Um, and uh, she's doing a little bit of a striking first. She kind of mocks a student that uh, gets knocked down. Um, and her teacher, a very peaceful guy, is like, hey, you know, well, we talk about aggression. But Terry walks in with all his video game henchmen and Tori and was like, oh, yeah, she's doing great. She, I think that was great. And surprisingly, instead of like it turning into some sort of big karate battle, uh, the teacher like turns around and is like, oh, Mr. Silver is like such a warm reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it turns out that Terry bought the place. And uh, and we also have a little uh, a little rivalry started, maybe. Uh, because when Devin sees Tori, we suddenly get these flashbacks of her fighting Tori in the tournament. And it, I, I think honestly for, for us, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. That happened. <laughs> like it wasn't like a big, like grudge match between the two of them. But, uh, so uh, is Terry, uh, Jewish? I never even thought about it, but I guess. I was going to say that Matt, cause the last name silver is often, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. And, Rosenthal, right? And he said, "Oh, this isn't what we talked about during Shabbat." Was it Shabbat? Yeah. Yep. Honestly, I didn't even think Terry was Jewish. I was thinking this is a classic Terry move. He rolled into (laughs) services, and yeah, uh, yeah. It's just a it it it, it's fun. It's a little little bit of a Terry um, Terry lore that's being built built up. We know something else about him now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. But Sensei Rosenthal discovers that he's being replaced, <laughs> which is just like, hey, uh, okay, okay, what? No explanation. Uh, nope. Terry tells the class that Topanga, Topanga Karate is done losing, and you know we're going to mold you into champions. And if you're up for that, step up and take a key, or go, or you can leave with a complimentary Cobra Kai water bottle. <laughs> Such a nice guy. <laughs> uh, the kids all step up. We don't really see what Devin does at this point, but. Uh, uh, Sensei Kim uh, tells Tori that she needs to stay behind and help her figure out who the best fighters are in this dojo. And so Kim tells the students to show, uh, I guess, a knife strike, which Devin tries. And Tori asks her if she thinks she's too good for Cobra Kai. And Devin's like, oh, the, the ref was blind in our fight. You stepped out of bounds and got a point. And I, I, I thought that was interesting that we learn we see that tori won the tournament won the final match against sam legally right that at least mm-hmm. harry saying it was legally I no there was there was at least two examples i can't remember them now but there's at least two things things that happened uh, during i guess I could yeah that were like shenanigans oh <laughs> uh, okay well then Devin says that some shenanigans happened during their yeah uh, battle so yeah <laughs> but her and tori um uh, well, they don't exactly bond yet, but it turns out that Devin's mom died of cancer. We know that Tori's mom is sick. I think cancer, I believe. Um, I got, I got, <laughs> I got to address that. I think we've talked about it before, but I still keep seeing people are like, "Oh, Tori's mom is going to be Julie. Tori's mom is going to be Julie." I'm like, <laughs> still do that. Who would do that? Put Julie on her deathbed? Come on. Yeah. Right. We need to see Julie do some high kicks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or some double. I don't know. <laughs> it is weird how they don't. They never show her face. But I mean, they they wouldn't put. They wouldn't make her Julie. I think by not showing her face, they're leaving their options open, and probably like mm. oh, this will tease them. We don't necessarily need to cast this part yet. Mm. So met her her aunt, right? Yeah, the aunt, total dirtbag. 
Uh, <laughs> yep. Big time. So, uh, <clears throat> Sensei Kim says they're going to, they're going to fight each other and, uh, talks about training at uh mountaintop in Korea. She says something like I wore two packs or whatever. It's like, okay, awesome. Kim. Uh, and, uh, she sets Tori and Devin up for a game of uh snatch the stick, I guess. And the, the, the other sensei like yells, it's like, you get the stick, you keep it away from her, <laughs> which I thought was fun. Uh, it's like you stop yelling. Gosh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we get a little bit of, uh, I mean, Devin easily wins the first time cause Tori is holding back. Uh, and, uh, Kim, uh, gets, uh, Tori moving a little bit more by literally like slamming her in the back with, with, with a stick as well. It was like a bamboo reed or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, and then she's like harder. Uh, so Tori finally knocks Devin down and Kim kind of praises her while Devin, it looks like Devin's done, but um, what, what did you guys think of Sensei Kim's uh, lesson here and this uh, this little fight between Devin and Tori? I mean, I mean, this is like almost torture. <laughs> I don't know if I'd brutal. stick around for this karate class. I think I'd find a different one. <laughs> I don't know. I might be like, oh, they're, they're toughening me up, you know? Like, a, I don't know. That's cult uh, mentality. Yes, whip me harder. I deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Like, please don't hit me. Um, so at Cobra Kai, Tori is surprised when Devin shows up uh, wearing a Cobra Kai gi. And she says she's not giving up because that's that's her mom's advice to her. And uh, it's right here where I was like, oh, they're not going to be rivals like Tori and Sam. Tori has her own Kenny now. Like, Robbie needed Kenny like to see what happens to Kenny to get mm. out of, like... But do we think that Devin's going to be cultified? Like, does Devin have her own motives here? or She seems like a pretty independent person. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I was surprised to see, even see her at Topanga Karate, but I guess, like, hey, I got into karate. This dojo is closing. I'm new. Uh, might as well, you know, keep it up, you know? Um, Terry says that he's proud of Tori. Kim says this was a test for Tori to see what she'll accomplish. If, they'll accomplish, if she'll accomplish what they planned. And Terry says what they've planned for her is something greater than you could ever imagine, which sent my Oof. like senses like, what, what, what are we talking about here? Like, what does Tori, what is Tori Nichols, Tori, Tori Nichols, right? Uh, going to do that's greater than something she could ever imagine. <laughs> she being trained to be a ninja assassin. <laughs> is that greater than she could ever, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt, you know, but like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's hard for me to, I can't, I, that seems like something like huge, but I don't know. Uh, next chapter I called Hard Time on Planet Earth. <laughs> Thank you. Crease uh, 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 tries to, uh, sorry, I guess I got to explain the joke. Martin Cove couldn't be a big part of Karate Kid Part 3 because he was starring in an NBC show that never worked out called Hard Time on Planet Earth. There we go. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Kreese tries to have a peaceful lunch, but this uh, beefcake named Gabriel steps in to steal his uh, jello. So he's getting like, he's getting bullied. Uh, so we see him in therapy and he's uh, really trying to sweet talk this therapist. You know, all these sessions are so very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> He also says like, oh, you know, I'm tougher than people my age. You could throw me through a window and I might not even get a scratch. Is that? Yeah. 
reference to an earlier uh, episode there. Was it, didn't he throw Daniel through the window or did Kreese get thrown through the window? Kreese got thrown uh, through the window. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. That must be a reference to maybe people criticizing that. Crease <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets a letter from the warden and it turns out he's not getting an early release, but uh, the therapist has seen through him. He's like, she's like, think about why you're here in the first place. Dig deep. And uh, something I noticed that doesn't get paid off in this episode, but I just want to let everybody know that I noticed crease as notices as she's leaving her swipe a key card and walk right out of the prison. And also the door where the prisoners are standing there is a door just to the outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to go through one door to, uh, to escape. Like I can understand like having a guy that's probably in his seventies uh, being in like a more of a minimum security, but he's also here for assaults and there are numerous uh, beefcakes, uh, hardened people standing Ooh. around. So I'm like, why would, <laughs> but whatever. I'm just saying Kreese is probably going to escape that prison, stealing that key card. <laughs> um, and we'll see where that goes. But yeah, we go back to therapy um, and the therapist kind of pushes him. I know deep down he used to be a good person. And then we get this really cool scene. Um uh, I think this worked out a lot better than uh, Tori's visit to the Upside Down. Uh, or not Tori's, uh, Sam's visit to the Upside Down we discussed last week. Right? Like, she turns into... But it, it, it's cool. I, I rewatched this today. And she, like... the Each character that shows up is saying what the therapist is saying. Like, he's not... But it, it makes it even more impactful coming from the characters that he's seeing. Yeah, he, he sees his old girlfriend mm-hmm. and his old captain, and then all of a sudden it's Terry Silver. Like, who are you angry at? You did this to yourself. Chris says, "I did nothing wrong," and then Tori shows up, asking, "You don't feel reflect or feel regret? Reflect? You'll feel regret?" And then I, yeah, again, brain just exploded. We have young Johnny sitting there in a chair across from Chris. I was wondering if they'd ever do a deep fake on this show. How did they pull that off? Am I just naive? I was like blown away. How did they do that? Deep fake. What does yeah. that mean? A computer I, did it basically. <laughs> yeah. They have an actor that looks physically similar and then they just see, they put like dots on his face and just CGI. And then and... the computer references like thousands of photos of the person that they want it to look like. And it just automatically generates it basic what well, and then they have to tweak it a bit but yeah that was very convincing i mean they did uh, it for young luke skywalker in yeah recent uh, star wars shows yeah. cool. she's not familiar <laughs> with these with these star wars these wars yeah. and the stars uh but yeah uh <laughs> it's it's young and i swear like half those references that they did were like from the beach like because he's really looking like like a red faced almost like the, like, uh, and he's got the red jacket. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, there is, there's an actor build. I, f- I didn't write his name down, but there is an actor build as young Johnny. So he's the, he's the actor brought in to mold Johnny's face over. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, f- you feel regret for the people you hurt. You wanted them all to be like you. And Chris says he wanted them to be better than me. And then, just for a second, I thought it was really effective. We have just old Johnny not saying anything, just staring back at him like, mm. yes, now he is better than Crease, and Crease knows it too. Um, 
So then we go back to the therapist. It's like, you got to find that person down deep. And then the therapist turns into uh, Barnett Carnahan, our young crease from the flashbacks. Mm. And uh, it looks like crease gets a little bit of an idea here because uh, uh, when Gabriel shows up for his jello cup uh, and knocks crease down, suddenly uh, up stands up young crease and fights all of them one by one, which I was just like, this is a cool way to like, not have to duplicate a stunt double for like a, you know, 70 plus year old man. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, it's interesting how, like, what does that even mean? Like he's got to find the real person, like the real person that uh, I got out of Nam in order to get out of this prison. Is this, uh, is it, does it mean that crease needs to be good? Uh, Like who he was before he was, Forced, forced to fight over the snake pit and make some tough calls, um, and then how maybe that moment forever twisted him. You know, um, yeah, I'm not sure what the thing. It's almost like a he he took this idea as like I got to find my inner strength in order to make it through this. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool scene and a cool. Um, I don't know what you call it. Not a contrivance. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you call it? Narrative tool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing I noticed, it's, it happens real quick, just like that key card. Uh, a prisoner tries to take a shiv to Crease, and Crease knocks it out of his hand, and it lands on Crease's bed. Hmm. So here we go. A shiv, possibly. So he's going to lay down on that later and die. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Doc, I got to get out of here. I need tetanus. <laughs> tetanus. Uh so yeah, all the prisoners cheer the sensei and, uh, then he gets, uh, he gets the, uh, Gabriel up and he's like, from now on, you're going to give me your jello. And then he says, you got a problem with that? Which <laughs> again, it's yep. a nice callback and, uh, no, no, what? No sensei. So yeah. All right. That's it for Crease's storyline. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder if we're going to have more in the prison. Uh, are we going to have a quick escape next time? I don't know. Is he? I, I'm assuming he's going to use the shiv as the distraction. Maybe he's going to plant it on somebody, and rather than actually kill somebody, and mm. then and then use the distraction to escape by stealing somebody's key card or something. I'm just going to call it. You what? What do you think is going to happen? That's which one? Which one of those? Happen. He's oh. going to he's going to he's going to use the shiv as a distraction. He's going to plant it on somebody, Gabriel <laughs> probably, and uh, have some sort of riot break out, and then. Um, steal a key yeah. card and sneak out. Maybe he's going to enlist some of his students here. They're all calling him a sensei to help him yeah. escape. I don't know. Oh, what did you think of them using the, the young, the young crease for the fight scene in particular? I thought it was cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, they did it because, you know, he can't move that well in reality, but it still worked. And it was like a, it, it was like a pump up moment. Like, yeah, he's like feeling like himself again, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I like that actor too. I, I was, I was hoping to see more young crease. Cause uh, I think he's really good. And mm. uh, I was happy to see him at least have a pretty sweet fight scene, you know, even yeah. though it's the classic. All right. It's my turn to fight him. Okay. It's my, you <laughs> tag in. <laughs> we shouldn't, we all just jump him at once. Nope. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. The last chapter for this Friday show I called team karate kid. 
<laughs> because uh, yes, uh, come on, this is the the heroes alliance. Uh, uh, it, it's so so awesome. Okay, all right. So uh, Johnny and Chosen ready to retaliate, but Daniel says he's done with the rivalry, done with karate. He's he's uh, he want he's hurt people left and right because of this uh, beef, and now he gets why Mr. Miyagi walked away from a fight. It's not our job to fight the monsters of the world. And then, as a nice sly reference, he covers his baby browns with the black eye with sunglasses, <laughs> at least. This this show really is just like member berries, the show. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 I love it. I love it. It's, it never seems cheap. It never seems cheap. Uh, it, uh, Rare. I, I can't think of any moment that I was just like, "Shut up!" <laughs> you know, it was. I'm always like, "Yeah, just did the baby Browns," you know. <laughs> um. So yeah, chosen kind of presses on the urgency of stopping Terry, and Sam says that uh, you know, she shows the Instagram video. Cobra Kai is taking over other dojos. Johnny's like, "Oh, we know where he is. Let's go fight him." And Amanda's like, "We don't." one man's not going to be able to take down this, this place. And Chosen's like, she's right. Maybe two men. <laughs> and man, that's not what I meant. Um, Johnny scoffs is like, you're not going to pull any of this kind of crap. On them. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Chosen, uh, oh, he's like, you're coming. And Chosen's like, hi. And Johnny says, is that a yes? <laughs> Chosen just like I love Chosen just kind of grunts, shakes his head, and leaves. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Johnny and uh, Chosen on their way over to Topanga Karate. I love this. They just compare ways of how crappy they were to Daniel. Yeah, but then they almost like com- they like trying to one up each other and like <laughs> bigging up Daniel. Yeah. They're like, Daniel's so great he did this. No, Daniel's so great he did this. Yeah. I know. But it's true. I mean, I just think I, I think that's um I think it's a cool moment to have these former like enemies of Daniel, like comparing notes on not only how they were stopped, but also ways that they've admired Daniel. Like mm-hmm. he saved a girl from a typhoon. Uh he took a guy down with a uh, pressure or pressure points. Uh, who you think taught him that? <laughs> I also liked like uh well I fought him to the death. Johnny's like, oh yeah, what are you a ghost or something? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I swear this podcast is nothing but me writing awesome re- reading awesome lines from the show. <laughs> but there's so many great ones. Um so yeah, uh Johnny wants to rush in because he sees Devin, uh, but Chosen says they need to wait and they kind of like stand there eyeing each other <laughs> as they wait. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, later, I guess after the kids leave, uh, Johnny and Chosen step in and they, uh, get into a little scuffle with, uh, Sensei Hyunwoo. This was uh, a bit odd because it's okay. two on one and I felt bad for that guy. And I was like, this isn't heroic at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's to illustrate and, you know, Chosen says it later, like, like yeah, the, I took out like six are, of yeah. these valley karate guys yeah we took two of us to barely take down this one guy yeah it just it's just it's like not honorable <laughs> i guess so i guess so yeah um but let's see what happens here uh chosen asks him how long he studied at the kim sun young jojo and hyun says my whole life so like 
these guys are pretty are pretty tough. They've been yeah studying karate not since they turned teenagers and got into fights with bullies. Mm-hmm. Um, so they nearly end up beating Hyunwoo when uh, Sensei Kim walks in with all the other senseis, and they all kind of like they like stop and they all pose at, for the poster shot. <laughs> you want the guy with the patch? Yeah. <laughs> And they pose like symmetrically, like the guys to the right of her pose one way and the guys to the left of her. Posing. I even noticed the symmetrically what wow. I was like, this is a perfect <laughs> little poster here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I, I really wanna see a uh and I wanna see how they they'd handle it, like uh a male versus female fight. Like we never mm. see that. Yeah, like, Johnny if, chosen decide to fight Kim. Yeah, if this happened, like and she attacked them, what would they do? Would they just fight her like full out or would they like try to avoid striking at her and then just, yeah, I want to, want to see I that. Just imag- I imagine chosen wouldn't hold back. I, I assume chosen would see her as an equal kind of thing. Whereas yeah. Johnny might be kind of like, uh, like, I'm not going to hit a girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. Much like uh, Ned does in the next karate kid. They're going to reference that, right? Yeah. Matt's very silent. Um, okay, so well, I mean, he <laughs> actually I'm right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, so uh, Kim mocks uh, Okinawa. He mis- she mistakes Johnny for Daniel, calling him Chosen's blonde dog. <laughs> uh, Johnny's ready to fight, but Chosen's like, you know, s- stops of it, and he says, <laughs> "Do you remember what he says here?" This is one of this is one that made me roll my eyes. I'm like, this why would I, he? I was like, why would he say the exact same words? <laughs> like, this is the one where I was like, no, I haven't gotten to this one yet. Well, they got it. <laughs> this this one felt a little unnatural to me. I don't know. <laughs> Too much advantage. Their dojo. I'm like, come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Too much advantage. There, do- your, your dojo. Yeah, from the first Karate Kid. For those that don't remember. Um, Kim, uh, uh, Johnny says, uh, we're not, or maybe chosen. I don't know. Someone says, we're not going to let you take over the valley, but Kim says we already did. And then Johnny's like, yeah, you, you think you did. It's like, good, good one, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Must be take a worm for a walk week. <laughs> <laughs> Have they used that line yet? That's a good. Know. I don't know. All right. So we go back to the LaRusso home. It's, it's time to regroup Johnny chosen and Amanda and Sam, uh, Johnny wants to go back with nunchucks. Amanda's like, oh, we got to talk strategy. Uh, but the thing is, you're new, Chosen, and Johnny, you're just a blunt instrument. Johnny's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> William Zabka, I'm sorry. Just always cracks me up. Um, so they say they need Daniel. They need Daniel to lead them. Um, so Sam says she thought she was done fighting. And the lesson to take from Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, is that, yeah, it's good to avoid fights, but Mr. Miyagi also fought when he had to. And Mr. Miyagi would tell dad that this fight is not one you can run away from, which I thought, I thought that was cool. Like I'm, I, I, again, in our coverage of like all the Karate Kid movies, I I was always like, but he doesn't like to fight. Why does he fight? You know? I mean, especially in the next Karate Kid, that was a little egregious, but Mm. like he could walk, he could have walked away from that fight. I'll, I'll just keep saying that. (laughs) <laughs> but so um daniel walks into yet another trap <laughs> uh i 
did, did you buy the fact that Daniel was looking at his phone and didn't realize that Amanda wasn't driving him home, but back to Miyagi-Do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really into Farmville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if he was asleep, it would have worked better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but Amanda walks him into a place where he typically does not go into. Which What I is this realize. room? I don't even remember. I don't recognize this room. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's looking like they did a little redesign since, uh, you know, in the time between Karate Kid Part Three and uh, and Cobra Kai. You know, yeah. I I don't even remember. It houses all the memorabilia, this... right? Yeah, it's like a little shrine to Miyagi. Yeah, it's really it's not... just like it looks like his old room, like but it's not. He, he didn't have a room. Yeah, he, he had like had an open con- concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But perhaps they redesigned a little bit, uh, you know, later. Like, he's like, I want my own room. I want this nice, like, glass door. Yeah. It, or, was just weird. it was just weird that they were like, oh, look at this big moment. He's going into that room that you've never seen before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, we could headcanon it and say, like, well, Louisa went back to just, she, she did the holiday switch with, uh, with Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi in Boston. Yeah. And then she and, tore that, she tore down Daniel's bedroom and, uh, <laughs> made this one instead. Daniel, like, she showed up and Daniel points to Miyagi's bed in the middle of the living room, the typical living room space, and be like, you're sleeping there. I have my own room. And she's like, I'm going to make, a, I'm going to actually build a room and uh, put a nice yeah. door on with a lock. <laughs> but uh yeah we go into miyagi's room and uh i mean always when miyagi's referenced i mean and it's almost like they're almost following the formula from last year it's like epic thing that happens in episode five and then um then we have the the miyagi uh miyagi somehow miyagi brings daniel back around again moment here but it still works on me. I know it's easy, but it's, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we see uh, bonsai pictures. We see the picture of his wife from the first movie. We even see uh, like a paint house sign. that looks strangely like the one I'm holding up to the camera. Where'd uh, you get that? <laughs> if you buy uh, the, the training kit or something for Miyagi dough, you get like your own headband. You get your own paint house sign, handwritten sign. Wow. Um, you also get uh, uh, a uh, diploma for graduating Miyagi-Do uh, karate, but it's signed yep. Kasuke Miyagi, which irritates me because <laughs> mm. that's not really Mr. Miyagi. Is that Mr. Miyagi from part four? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Because we know he's Nariyoshi Miyagi. Um, all right. So um, by the way, the paint house sign uh, was looking pretty untattered. Uh, yeah. It's, Why would you even keep that? That and I don't know if you remember Karate Kid. He did just he did as soon as he got that note, he scrunched it up and threw it. Yeah. <laughs> so did Miyagi like find it, flatten it out, and be like, "This'll this'll stir Daniel's emotions thirty years into the future." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, now Amanda has a story from from uh, some sort of wise saying from Miyagi, which. This is kind of bordering on like, all right, everybody's got an interaction with Mr. Miyagi that they haven't shared with Daniel yet. <laughs> but uh, she says that um, he said uh, in life, sometimes it's easier to hide head in sand and warned uh, her that Daniel could be a handful, but he'd always fight for his family and friends. And this is where Amanda's like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I, 
<laughs> she didn't say it like that. I'm sorry. No, she <laughs> she apologizes and saying, you know, it's you have to stand up to Terry Silver. Um, Terry, uh, Terry, Daniel is uh, worried about making things worse. I don't want to fail the kids again. And that's when Robbie steps in, which we've also been waiting for a little bit of reconciliation between Daniel and Robbie because yeah, it's been a while. It's, it really has. And Daniel does apologize for setting him to juvie is trying his best to help him. And I guess now Robbie's having this Kenny thing going on. He's see, kind of seeing where Daniel is coming from. Um, and, uh, and he says, uh, we need to see, we need to stop Cobra Kai, but we can't do it without you sensei. Like Robbie calls Daniel sensei, which was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sam steps out and says, it's time for us all to join the fight. And Daniel steps outside and every like every well not everybody it's just it's a small group but it's Dimitri is missing again <laughs> god this kid works all the time doesn't he <laughs> um yeah so uh it, it it's it, it's um Johnny it's chosen we got Miguel out there hawk there's some rando kids that I've seen in the background of some eagle fang lessons <laughs> it's just like yeah. oh yeah that rando kid i find it so weird but kind of commendable that they uh keep the same extras from like season one all the way through never give them lines but they're always there it's some great continuity and i it's i mean honestly if i was if i was a teenager and cobra kai was such a huge show i'd be so excited to just be able to like stand on camera and watch uh Mm -hmm. all all these people act around them and get to like react here and there but not actually say any lines because you'd have to be paid more (laughs) Mm. but uh oh my god it is Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang, uh, chosen John and John, even Anthony's there. Um, Daniel and, uh, and Amanda bows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Daniel stands between Johnny and Chosen, and they all bow uh, to the, the senseis, and then the senseis bow back. And I just the epic, the epic music that's going on here, uh, just amazing. Has there so been any think. music from the old soundtracks yet? Like the, the the music in the room sounded like reminiscent of it, but I can't remember if it was actually from the old movies. I think it might have just been like a pastiche of that kind of style of song. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's great about the composers. They really can like kind of echo that Conti vibe, especially when it's like really calling back to like, like Mr. Miyagi or, or mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, I I can't. I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were. I know. Obviously, there are many songs they've used, mm. um, but yeah. Uh, I am so excited to to watch seven, eight, nine, and I know how much. Uh, how how are we doing that? What, we're just doing one episode the week after. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't we'll want to do an extra pre- bone episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> How would we? Uh, no, we got to keep everybody waiting for the weekend. I mean, we, re- we can record it whenever we want, but you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can torture everybody to wait the weekend to talk the finale next week. But yeah, next week we're going to continue our same Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, do we have anything else to to set, talk about before we wrap up? No, I'm good. No. <laughs> oh, I guess gr- predictions. Predictions for the rest of the season from both of you. Okay. Mm. Yeah, let's let our guest go first because she's probably. I'm assuming uh, we might. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but I'm assuming you won't be on next week. Um. Yeah. Right. No, I won't. Now be. that you styled your hair like Kyler. <laughs> the curl coming. <laughs> like that. 
Um, predictions, predictions. I mean, Terry, Terry's going down, but he's not going down without a fight. I think, I think we're going to see how many episodes we have left Four. Ooh, I think we're going to see some blood. We're going to see some people get hurt because I think they need to go way down before they all just rise and conquer this villain. Um, will they ever pull the trigger on a death in this show? Oh, <laughs> wow. That's dark. I don't I, think they I have don't, yet, have they? No, no. I thought they were going there with Miguel. I was like, this does not look good. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Um, no if death. There is, if there is a death, it's definitely a death that's caused by Terry Silver. I, I can't imagine it being like Daniel accidentally kills somebody <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Like mm-hmm. Johnny snaps uh, Terry Silver's neck. <laughs> But I think we're, when he said, like, I, you know, I won't I won't rest or something until both your kids are in uh, Cobra Kai uh, geese. I think we're going to see something with his something with his kids. Something's really going to, like, bring out the fight in Daniel. Um, yeah. yeah, he will be defeated. Mark my words. Terry Silver will be defeated. Terry Silver. Daniel needs a rematch and Terry Silver needs to get his butt beaten. But I, I also see a little bit of tension. Well, gosh. Like chosen wants to beat his ass, and 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 of course also like Johnny, like has to get a little payback for the the ass kicking he got last season from Terry. I, I mean, mm. I think everybody. I mean, John Kreese probably needs to also throw in a few punches. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. all team up to to take down uh, Pennywise, uh, Pennywise Silver. <laughs> <laughs> the Losers Club comes back in the season finale. I love it. Now is Kreese Now is Kreese say I wouldn't call him a good guy, but they're forming an alliance. It seems right. Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah, know whether but... whether his young Kreeseness is means that he's going to be uh, start to be good, or he seemed to be headed in that direction at the end of the last season. I don't know. Every time you think he's redeemed, he like. I know because he has ulterior ulterior motives, like right. especially like with the therapist. You're like, oh, he's actually having a breakthrough. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I I I actually have been spoiled about one really major thing about this season. Oh, no. So so I'm not going to obviously say it, uh, uh, but I I am bothered that I know this. Uh, can, can you like? I don't know, like allude to it. No, so I don't want to. I don't. Spoiled on. I, I could tell you on your own, Matt, because obviously I don't want to spoil Kim, and, uh, yeah. and I'm obviously not going to do it on this podcast. But <laughs> I will once we get to the end. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe it's a misunderstanding. I'm hoping it's a misunderstanding. Mm. Um, uh, but I will mention, you know, when it happens that I was spoiled on it. If if it does happen, <laughs> or in the season finale, I'll be like, well, I heard this, and I obviously. Don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, other than that, I mean, the thing that I'm trying to think now is like, who's worse than Terry Silver at this point? Like it's and and you can't just like introduce a brand new character as the Colonel Duggan. I can't imagine they bring Colonel Dugan in. Especially, <laughs> like Michael Ironside is like old and looks nothing like he used to look like. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're setting Mike Barnes up to be a, a, the biggest bad next season, but he's uh, he's already to be harmless. Yeah, um, yeah. I I don't know. I am I I am calling that Mike Barnes is coming back this season, uh, and mm-hmm. I think he's going to be on Terry's side because he's angry at Daniel for what happened. 
What, you, think, you think he thinks Daniel burned down his store? No, but I think he's just like, if you didn't get me involved in this and now you're going to pay or whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, this episode has gone on long enough. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Kim, for guesting this week. Really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, for having me. I will give you a reward later uh, in, in the form of a bonsai tree. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Things got awkward on the podcast. Matt, <laughs> so glad to see you again or hear from you since I don't see you. Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, looking forward. Are, are you excited? Are you excited for next week's episodes to talk about them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are there huge cool. things to come? <laughs> I've only seen them once, so I can't remember the specifics of what happens oh, okay. where. I was binging at it like 3, 4 a.m. So oh, You might not even remember some of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, everybody, email KarateKidMinute at gmail.com. Find us on social media. Look for Karate Kid Minute and leave us a nice rating and review. We'd really appreciate it. And until next time. Is that a yes? Yes.